Warning. Emotions are felt and discussed here. Listeners may experience life-changing advice, water streaming from their eyes, and jitters from drinking too much coffee. We hope you enjoy Coffee with Kayla. Here is your host, Kayla Noble. <laughs> I've drank too much coffee already. episode of coffee with Kayla you guys already know what's about to happen part two of the mind of a photographer featuring Jack Sipperly you guys already know a little bit about him you know that he shoots Nikon you know that he loves 35 millimeter film this episode is gonna dive deeper into what your creativity means what it means to grow as a photographer and what makes you happy I know a loaded question if you ask me I'm still trying to figure it out but hey I'm 21 I got time and Jack goes into detail about that so without further ado we are going to jump straight into Jack and mine's conversation literally where he admits that he will never shoot Sony I wouldn't shoot Sony I guess if I <laughs> sold all my Nikon stuff which I probably know but never I guess I'd probably shoot Canon for my digital stuff but still it's like I'm not gonna do that anytime soon. I know. Tell me about it. I literally, I just sold my first camera. I started off on a Nikon D3200. Yeah. So I, I started off on that camera, and I just recently sold it, which was kind of like bittersweet. That I'm not gonna. Oh, see, I, I kept like, mine. Oh God, what? I know. I kept mine for so long, and I thought of it as like a second camera, just simply because I didn't have another one that was full frame. So I was like, well, I might as well keep it. And then I was just sitting here, and I was like, there's no way. We got to get rid of yeah. it. But now I shoot no, on a Nikon D850 and I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, this camera's huge. And I want yeah, it to be That's a big smaller. camera. I want it to that's be smaller. huge. <laughs> like I don't get a... me wrong. It's amazing. But also I'm sitting there and my hands are tiny <laughs> and I'm like holding it and it looks so disproportional to like me as a human. I think the only reason why I still and like so hooked on 35 is because like yeah you're getting three times the amount of photos as you would yeah. be on medium format and it's like at this point I can't risk like <laughs> spending more money for less images yeah especially but when you're like, like still trying to fine-tune everything too you're like okay I don't want to mess up <laughs> yeah no exactly I shoot with a Pentax MG I think it's one MG1 and I got this as a gift and someone actually found it at a thrift store and fixed it for me and then gave it to me for my 19th birthday. And I'm forever grateful, forever grateful. I just feel like it's so interesting because I still like, I still have people come up to me. It's like, I'll be shooting photos here, there, wherever. And be like, oh, can I see it? And I'm like, in a month, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it developed. They and, like and, don't like, understand so that you're shooting film. <laughs> it's like, I still get that today. And like, yeah, definitely film's making a resurgence. Great. I like I'll yeah. tell everybody and anybody to go buy a film camera and a few rolls of whatever you want to shoot and just go because honestly like it made me a better photographer it makes you slow down it makes you understand each image more it makes you compose it better it's kind of like this thing that's like it just tells you to like slow down take your time like understand exactly what you're going to shoot and it's like also you're paying money for it so it's like if I shoot something I don't like it I'm just wasting money 
And yeah. trust me, I've wasted enough money. So now I'm definitely <laughs> a lot more smart with like exactly what I want to shoot and how I want to shoot that. And I think that has like really transitioned like into my digital work as well. And like understanding like, okay, like, yeah, obviously it's like, I can just delete it, but I kind of take that same mindset and just treat it as I would, you know, with my digital as my film camera. And it, like, uh, definitely I found it was like really helped me in like yeah. in, in the best of ways. So anybody out there, I recommend just go buy a crappy film camera or something yeah. and just have fun with it. Like shoot photos of your friends and hang out and get them developed and then just yeah. keep doing that until you like it. No, I completely mm-hmm. agree. Cause I, I've even told like friends who have told me that they want to invest in a digital camera. I'm like, no, 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 shoot film first and then come back to me and tell me how your experience it was. And then we'll go find a digital camera for you because you're going to learn so much about what you want in a camera when you start shooting film. I know for me, especially when I first shot my first roll of 35 mil, I was like, so shocked by the fact that so many of them were so bad. Like it was like, oh my God, (laughs) which sounds so horrible, but it was like, there were several of the pictures in a row that were just completely white. And I sat there and I was like, how the hell? That doesn't make any sense. Why is it white? So I'm like looking up all of these things and I'm trying to figure it out. And then finally, I realized that in my, I had fixed it finally with like settings because I finally learned what settings were. (laughs) I took the time to actually figure it out. But I realized, like you said, with like it transferring over to your digital work, I totally realized the same thing because my digital work at the time was also super overexposed, like so overexposed to the point where I'd go back in and post and it would be so hard to dim the highlights down and get everything into a certain area where the eye could actually look at it and be like, wow, what a nice, what a beautiful photo. Like it just didn't look very good. (laughs) So like, I definitely agree that people should at least try film. How do you feel about film coming back and like making a comeback? Because photography is already popular enough and digital is all over the place. Everything goes from in style to out of style and then comes back. And like the idea of like something being trendy usually falls somewhere into that cycle so like yeah it's like it's bound to happen I mean it's like when you have such a a flooded um you know thing that you're doing I mean like think about how many people are shooting film or have shot film I mean it's like it's ridiculous I think though it's like regardless of it being trendy or not the fact that it's like back And, you know, you have more photo labs popping up. You have more people supporting those photo labs to to the point where it's like they can invest in more equipment to make turnarounds faster, to make scan quality better. And, you know, you kind of like everybody's just kind of helping everybody. My only critique is like I really wish Kodak would just like actually lower their prices. (laughs) And like I've definitely seen like a lot of stuff with that because like Kodak now makes like chemicals and stuff like they were a a huge I guess there was like something when like mid spring last year where they like started transferring over to like help make I don't think it was vaccines or it was something with COVID I was like wait a second so you have a photochemical lab that basically used to be the number one producer of film at one point and now they're making like all this other stuff and it's like why can't they just focus solely on photography and putting 
you know, all of that heart and soul back into like all of this kind of like this next generation of film photographers. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like if you're doing this for a living and you're shooting film, I mean, even if you're just shooting film for fun, like yeah. it adds up and it's like, yeah, it, it kind of it, it's it happens. I mean, like it kind of photography in itself is just like expensive. It is what it is. But uh, I definitely think like at the end of the day, like regardless of, you know, how much I spend for this or how much I don't spend or whatever, like it doesn't even matter kind of the whole like money aspect of it like just the fact that like I can go around and just like I can go shoot film photos and I can have people be really interested and reach out to me and ask me like hey like you know what's going on like I just bought this like where do I send it like I've gotten so many like people who will like approach me like hey like I just bought a film camera like how do I do this it's special and like you're kind of basically how I think of it in a sense like you're basically just helping somebody and getting someone started on like making work that they'll literally have forever if you keep the negatives like in storage safely it's always there like it's something you can hold in your hand yeah to anyone who's like on the fence about shooting film and thinking like oh it's trendy or whatever do it anyways like yeah who cares? <laughs> like, like just do it <laughs> do what makes you happy do it like go do something new like I mean get outside your comfort zone shoot something yeah. hard use a weird camera that no one else uses that's what makes it like that's where you get that authenticity and all the weird stuff like yeah like yeah you can shoot film and like not even be even remotely close to trendy or you can just take the same photo that every other film photographer is taking and then it's kind of trendy yeah it's clear which photos are the ones that are trendy versus the ones that are not and it's the same thing with digital it's the same same thing it's just people who are like I like this and then they shoot the same thing as everybody else it's like kind of that that degree of separation is where like it get is really crucial and key for anybody or for any artist to like really grow and like pursue their own craft like it's how can I do this and be solely my work and you know create something that you're proud of and create something that you know is special to you yeah I'm definitely I mean it's like I'm gonna keep shooting film you know it's like I was at the post office the other day the lady was at the post office super super nice and she's like you're still shooting film (laughs) I was like I'm looking around yeah is that the wrong answer and she's like like I I, like kind of really like threw me off guard and I've honestly gotten it a few times even since then like this past month I've probably gotten three times like you still shoot film I'm like believe it or not like we're in a resurgence like this is coming back it's really interesting it's like because I mean everything everything will always come back everything will always come back in style it doesn't matter whether it's bell bottoms or roller skating or whatever like look at roller skating right now like yeah my girlfriend she rips on roller skates <laughs> and you literally cannot buy a pair of roller skates anywhere yeah anywhere and it's like oh you know somebody figures it out again it comes back and it's in full force and it stays that way for usually a really long time yeah and it's like same with film same with whatever you know it's like it's that endless loop yeah how do you so. feel about people struggling if even if you've even struggled with this where 
you're trying to stay on top of posting. It's that idea that if you want to get out there and you want to network, then you need to post often and you need to post new things and you need to be always there and always present, especially on social media. How do you feel about that? Because I know for me, at least I have to take at least a day or two for completely disconnected in order to almost feel refreshed in my creativity and even want to go back. Yeah. (laughs) So how do you feel about that? Have you ever struggled with that kind of thing? All the time. All the time. I think definitely (laughs) it's like that mindset was like, oh, if I post more, then people are going to see it more. Yeah. And it was like, this, and so it was like, oh, this is how you get recognized. And like, people can like, you know, appreciate your work and like all this. But realistically, and I, I think I've only really found this out like a lot more recently in my, you know, career of a photographer. It's like, yes, like posting is it helps you know it's you're getting your work out there but like it realistically is just like physically the act of talking to somebody yeah like that's how you get it because like anybody can shoot a really cool photo but if they're personable and can like really market their own work and just be like a good human being like when you have that mixed in with like somebody who is you know talented and can actually like create these moments that you know people can stop and be like wow like you know this is really really cool like when you have that combination I think that's where you know you know with networking and everything that's where you get recognized that's where you start getting a lot of this work from and a lot of like these people are like oh like you know this guy over here he's doing this and you know they're doing that so I think definitely it's I think it comes really just a lot solely more down to like human interaction rather than just like I'm just gonna keep like putting stuff out like and just just like putting everything in my feed and then it's just like there and like yeah Instagram great helps also it's like it's that tool that you know it's a a double-edged sword at the end of the day and if you don't know that then you know you probably should (laughs) I mean it's like trying to find that boundary where it's like yeah like I want to progress and I want to do all this and share my work but when you're posting too much you're kind of burning yourself out and it's like I feel like that kind of like that creativity kind of just turns into like oh it's Tuesday I have to post this or like whatever and like it's it's that it's interesting I definitely think it's interesting and like I still think that like I post a lot but it's like I also shoot a lot of photos and it's like, yeah. I don't know, to me, like, it's definitely, it, it's something that like, I think I like continuously work on. And it's like the idea of like, okay, like, wait a second, like I got to slow down. I like, I just want to like, I think kind of going forward my ideas are like, all right, I need to take more time and like really, you know, get to a point where like, this is exactly what I want. And this is exactly what I'm going to put out there. I think I'm like a lot more conscious of like the things that, I post and like put out there for everyone to see like yeah. at one point like years back like it was like every day like, post 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 every single day and like yeah maybe that did something for me but it probably didn't um <laughs> so it's like I don't know just finding like it's hard to find that equilibrium today and especially like as I said with so many people shooting photos like it's not easy like it's a hustle it's it takes a lot of time and effort and I don't know it's it's definitely something that 
I think as a photographer, I'll just keep learning and keep understanding more and more. And isn't that the whole point? And it's like, yeah. I've only been shooting photos for now, like I think six years. And I've probably only been shooting film for maybe half of that. So it's like, I have so much time to like learn and grow and understand all of those things. And I think slowly, like it's, it's really happening. And I definitely like can see it you know, in my work now where it's like, okay, wait a second, like I'm actually doing the things that I feel like I've been wanting to do and like been pushing myself to do. And I feel like now it's like, I'm at a point where I'm like, oh, what I'm putting out is exactly how I want it to be. And it's exactly like what I thought of when I first, you know, when it first came to my mind. And now it's just a matter of like, okay, how do I become you know, how do I put myself out of my comfort zone and connect with more people and walk into more galleries and just talk to people and just kind of put yourself out there. I think it's like, yeah, you can, you can always, you know, hit up people on Instagram and whatever. But I think when you actually like set up a phone call or you know, talking to them for a long you know, period of time, just like out and about, like, I think that's where it's really, it's special. And that's where I think it really help most yeah I think there's a lot to be said about the fact that technology does get in the way especially when it comes to conversation between two people I think that at least as creatives we're almost told you need to post you need to do all these things you need to do x y and z if you want your work to be noticed if you want to get up here if you want to do whatever it is in any field of photography and yet the conversation between people and the one-on-one face-to-face interaction and the phone calls you're talking about I think have died down even though they're still as effective if not more effective now than they were so it's like definitely very interesting no it's definitely it's powerful it's definitely a lot more powerful I agree I am so thankful that I got to sit down with Jack and have this conversation. I hope that you guys felt as personally in the conversation as I did because quite frankly, it was so, 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 so good. So I hope that you guys got something out of it. Please let me know if you did on my Instagram, Coffee with Kayla. Before you go to Instagram, before you go to TikTok, before you click out of this episode, it is not over yet. You guys asked him questions. You personally asked him questions, and he is here to answer them. So without further ado, let's get into the questions that you guys asked. Um, what was the hardest thing for you to shoot this year? Probably the gallery. Probably shooting all of those slow shutter frames that I did for the show, because that was a project I worked on from December 2020 to May of this year 2021 whoa that's so long that's so sick it was six months of me like I basically only shot digital for like six months like that like it was hard for me to shoot film because I was so focused on trying to figure like how I'm going to basically create this like artistic experience for like whoever was going to show up so like in my head I was like okay like if I only shoot digital and I continue and I continue to like yeah, this is going to help me. And like, yeah, there were a few times where I was like, okay, I'm just going to shoot film. Like I need to like take a break because like yeah. it was just, it was overwhelming. It was a lot. And like that whole gallery process, like being my first solo show and working with, um, yeah, Crestar 
uh, picture framing in East Greenwich. Like that was like my first time like working with an actual professional um, printer and framer and like going through that whole process and being a part of it. And so like that wasn't easy in its own. Never mind, you know, trying to limit everything that I shot in six months down to 15 photos that I thought best, you know, comprise this idea that I had for so long. Yeah. And even though I had been shooting, you know, this type of photo for a while, I thought that was, it was super challenging. It was very stressful. And obviously like the turnout was absolutely well worth it. And I think that kind of push to really create an experience that I knew would, that I'd be proud of, but like in a way that like, okay, like how can I like broaden my horizons to new people? How can I get more people to think more, um, more critical and more just like, just analyze things more, like look at it and try to understand it. Like, how can I do this? And I, I thought that gallery definitely for, as much work and time and effort and stress and like sleepless nights it was like beyond worthwhile and I think pushing myself to do that although yeah it was definitely the hardest thing that I shot even though I was so experienced with it it still felt like such a challenge but I like challenges so I don't really care I did it and it it felt really good to put out there and that was like it was the most amazing thing and so it's like yeah challenge yourself you know why not yeah next question is what is your inspiration I would I think that's an easy one it's everything around me it's what I put four years into for school it's (laughs) the environment I mean it's like being so conscious and like understanding of the things around me like I it, I feel like in a, in a way it's like yeah we're all stewards to the environment whether it's in a, in a way where you know you're being more environmentally conscious but also like I've kind of been thinking about it in a way where it's like I'm a steward of the environment in terms of like documenting it and like understanding and keeping like a record in time of like oh I shot this photo like on this film at this time at this place and if I go back to that place you know x amount of days months years ahead you know it's like I have a I have a moment in time captured that basically with that negative is a real life hard copy something I can hold something I can scan again something I can look back to you know on my phone or my computer whatever and it's really I think that's been like a really like interesting way of thinking about it for me mm-hmm. but I think it all goes back to the environment because if we didn't have you know our surroundings it's like how can you even begin to build anything without the resources that are under our feet without you know the people that have come together to basically help civilization evolve but like also it's just it's so complex in a way and the environment is so complex and the people surrounding the environment are so complex and it's definitely it's kind of it's hard to think about but it's especially in kind of like the world we live in right now but at the same time it's like you know we owe so much to the people that have come before us and to the people that have made you know our ecosystems and our in our you know pristine environments like the way that they are 
and yeah. yeah whether you know you're in a city and it's not the same as you know back in the 1600s or whether it's you know you're on an island that is dramatically transformed by like a summer tourism like it's like yeah you have to still document these like changes in time and it's things are definitely very different these days but I think kind of paying respect to nature to our environment to indigenous folk before us and like kind of getting this full perspective on okay basically I'm documenting something that has evolved so many times now and I have a record of that you know and I think it's interesting and it's weird and it's confusing but like it's just something more to learn and grow from but ultimately it's like the environment and it always will be the last question is what pushes you towards your next project or in other words what drives you to take on the next award-winning photo because I like on your website it says you're award-winning photographer I think this person knows that (laughs) so they were like how do you go towards your next projects knowing that you've already won an award for your previous photos? You know, I think it kind of just comes down to like, this is just something that I've grown to love so much that I can't understand what life would be without it. And so it's a way of like, okay, now how can I, you know, take all this time and energy and stuff that I've put into these images, but it's like, how can I transform that in a way where it's like, I can become motivated and I can go out and I can feel confident and, you know, shoot anything, and everything that I want to, you know, make a picture of. And yeah, it's like, you know, you win awards for photos and those photos will always be special, but it's like, okay, like, you know, you can't stay stuck in the same spot. You know, it's like that idea of like, it's everything keeps going. Like it's just an ongoing perpetual feeling motion thing and it's I don't know it's like just this ultimate way of just you can't stop you can't stay comfortable you got to keep moving you got to keep growing keep progressing and the only way to do that is you know you try new things you go new places you take camera everywhere and you just learn as you go I think that's really important and I think ultimately like that motivation that sense of like this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it you know having those ideas about your own work ultimately will force you and make you create things that you love and that you want to shoot more of and you know I'm forever grateful for everyone who's helped me along the way and for you know anyone out there who's even like remotely even like glanced at my work or given me an award for my work or whatever it's like it's photography in its in its whole sense has just done like endless things for me already and it's only the beginning yeah so it's like you gotta you gotta stay grateful for everything like that's the one thing that like I've taken away especially in the last like year two years or so it's like you just have to be grateful you have to it's just it's a lot more of like being grateful and respect and you know, understanding of like, I'm so lucky that like, I get to do this. And like, this is my life. And I can go out and I can make things I can like produce artwork. Like, it's such an amazing, special feeling. And that won't ever 
die out. Sadly, our time with Jack Sipperly is over, and I admit that I am sad. However, I have a feeling that he's going to be back. Actually, I have a feeling that he's going to be back soon, and we're going to dive a little bit deeper. That's for another episode in another week. Next week's episode, we are interviewing a woman, a strong woman that I have been able to get to know so, so, so well, and I am so excited for you guys to meet her. So, I will see you all next week on Coffee with Kayla. Goodbye.